0: You're probably right on key. We'll see
1: what
0: I'm going to do
1: next. Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. Woo! I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm in Pleasant Picture Studios with the one, the only, the sexiest, the friendliest, the kindest, the sweetest, the most giving, generous man I know, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hey, guys. (laughs) it's me hey babe (laughs) how you doing
0: just excited to be alive with you every day every minute
1: every freaking day every minute hey we want to thank you guys so much for being here eric i want to thank you for being here thanks in your studio yeah we appreciate you guys listening so, so much. So if you're new to this podcast, welcome. We're excited to have you. If you've listened before, holy crap, we're best friends. We appreciate your time and we try not to waste it. And we really, really are excited about the messages we share and truly hope that they improve your life and make it just a little more awesome. No, it's already as awesome as it needs to be, but we hope you feel that awesomeness. That's the goal, That's right? That's yeah. This is episode... uh, uh, (laughs) Episode 30. (laughs) This is episode 30, and we are calling episode 30, how to never waste your time. I am such a stickler, I'll use the word, or I'd say almost fanatic about not wasting time. I get maybe a little crazy, and I think one of my biggest things that makes me upset, angry, annoyed, violent is if I feel like my time is being wasted, right?
0: Yeah. Is that why when you're in that mode and I'm sitting on the ground, I get a little nervous? I can feel the energy like I need to be doing something?
1: (laughs) Eric... It's kind of like a Faulkner family, we'll say, glitch in the system. That if we feel stressed or anxious or urgent about something, and we don't feel like every single person around us feels that same way, we will give you an assignment. We will make sure that you're helping and you feel as stressed as we do.
0: Because I've been married to you for almost ten years, I I know exactly when that's coming, <laughs> and that's my slip away. It's
1: actually he slips
0: away. Quietly it's, into the night.
1: It's actually something that I've been improving on, though. Oh,
0: you've been improving on everything. I'm the best person in the con- whole world. You know what? I actually enjoy these times now because they're hilarious. So, it's just it's just enjoyable. It's a, it's a great moment. It's
1: And it's never a waste of your time. Never and a waste of time. And we're going to share the secrets, the tips for how to never waste your time. But before we do that, we've got a couple of segments. These segments are intended to help us all connect with one another and just have a a little, a smidgen of fun.
0: It's good to have fun all the time. Is it? Yeah. It is. I like fun all the time. Okay,
1: so we are going to start with a nobody cares about your kids. And here's the thing, guys. Nobody does care about your kids, but occasionally we like to share (laughs) tidbits from ours. And we were on a family drive, the Alpine Loop in American Fork Canyon. We had gone on a little hike. We just had Rad and Fiona with us. And as we were driving, in the canyon overlooking a mountainside that was just covered in pine trees. Were they pine trees? Yes. You know that visual where it's just a whole mountainside just, you know, like the trees are just like staggered, 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 almost like fringe, if you will, right? And Rad, he is our four-year-old, our good time guy, Mr. Fun Times, looks out the window and goes, Mom, look at that tree party. (laughs) And I was like, yes, buddy, it is a tree party. And we just feel like if we could all look through the world with rad colored lenses, it would be a tree party world, right?
0: Be, yeah. There would be no sadness.
1: Unless you try to brush his hair. Yeah.
0: Or shampoo or, his hair. Shampoo his hair. Why are, I guess it's just his hair. His hair. To...
1: He's like, uh, what is it? Solomon? Who? Who's the one with the hair that you can't cut?
0: Oh, Samson.
1: Samson. Samson. He's like Samson. He's like Samson.
0: Just don't touch his hair. His and, hair is as weak Yeah. Tears immediately All flow. right.
1: So next time you see a beautiful grouping of trees, I want you to think it's a tree party. And but you don't fun. have to because nobody cares about your kids.
0: All right, bookie with it, Oh, turn.
1: Eric has a getting bookie with it. Na, 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 uh. Okay,
0: I'm sorry, <laughs> but not sorry. But I am very, very, very thankful and very into James Allen's writings.
1: Have you shared him before? I it don't does, know. It doesn't matter. Keep sharing. I think I have. Anyway, yeah.
0: He's he's got to be my favorite author. He speaks to me. He's very poetic. And he wrote he, his, his most famous book is As a Man Thinketh. And that's where this excerpt is from. The calm man, having learned how to govern himself, knows how to adapt himself to others. And they, in turn... Reverence his spiritual strength and feel that they can learn of him and rely upon him. The more tranquil a man becomes, the greater is his success, his influence, and his power for good. Even the ordinary trader will find his business prosperity increase as he develops a greater self control and equanimity, for people will always prefer to deal with a man whose demeanor is strongly equable.
1: Are you sharing that because it's talking about you? Because you're chill like a cucumber?
0: I don't know. Is that why it resonates with you? No. I mean, it does resonate with me, and I aspire to be, you know, the the calm man.
1: Guess what? You're doing it.
0: But think about it. When you want to do business with someone, do you want to do business with someone who's out of control and having mood swings or someone who's very stable and reliable and calm? Yeah. That demeanor does welcome.
1: Well, I think because you would not describe me as calm. Right, well, but I think it's I think it's like a like a reasonable
0: I don't think calm actually means like chill, I think calm is internal, yeah, and, and just because think about Tony Robbins when he's going nuts on stage, yeah, and he's not calm, yeah. But his soul is calm. Yeah. And and that shines through more than actions a lot of times. Okay.
1: I like that because I just, because I feel like, you know, I'm aspiring to be that too, but not changing my personality. Oh, absolutely not.
0: Yeah. I don't think that's what he's saying. No, no, no. I like that though. Because he's always saying inward first. It it all starts with your thoughts, your spirit. And we
1: have an episode, we will link to that in the show notes that asks, uh, that gives you tips for going in rather than going out. And I think that's awesome. Also, that reminded me of the book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, which we've shared in earlier episodes, where he talks about one of the first things they teach astronauts going into space is how not to freak out. And you know, he puts it in more technical terms than how to not freak out. But the absolute top resource they have is remaining calm in high stress situations, because when you remain calm, you can problem solve. And if you're not remaining calm, you can't problem solve and then you're going to crash and blow up and die in the earth's atmosphere
0: which sounds quite awful
1: which that just sounds terrible okay so I love that getting booky with it we did a twofer there what was that book
0: As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. James
1: Allen Allen, As a Man Thinketh and then I just threw in some Ryan Holiday The Obstacle Is The Way because it's always good to throw in a little Ryan Holiday and that's getting booky with it. All right, let's get to how to never waste your time and this is kind of like a clickbait title but also very true at the same time Mm -hmm. and I want to share how uh, we decided for this to become a podcast episode. So we Pull these podcast topics from our life and like what's applicable and what we're learning in the moment. And last Saturday, I was watching a free webinar. And now I was watching this webinar for a variety of reasons. I might be doing some webinars. I was just interested in the topic, but the topic is also something that I know a lot about and I actually teach as well. I'm always interested in teaching techniques. Anyway, it was an hour long webinar. It was a Saturday. And so it was kind of the middle of the day, like a little. Little bit of an inconvenient time, right? Mm-hmm. But I was very interested, and it's free. It was like a free webinar. Obviously, it was gonna be for a paid product, otherwise, why would they create this amazing content, you know? And there was a comments feed scrolling by as I was watching the webinar. Was
0: this on Facebook Live?
1: No, it, it was just like a webinar hosting service. Okay, but, but you can see comments, you can see on. comments okay. coming through live, right? And Ugh. I just was dot- like most of the people <laughs> are positive but when you when you put out a free something it attracts people who are also gimme, gimme, free, freeze. We'll call them gimme, gimme, free, freeze, me, 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 me's. <gasps> That's so good. Gimme, gimme, free, freeze, me, 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 So this is also the type of, you know, people who really want to learn and then the gimme, gimme, me, me's, right? I learned, again, this is a topic I know a ton about and I learned, I'd say at least two things that I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it in my pocket. This was very valuable. And at the end of the webinar, it was about 60 minutes. I saw this woman, and leave a comment that said, "Ugh, that was a complete waste of 60 minutes." And my jaw just hit the kitchen table because ugh like, that, that was my reaction, right? Judgmental Allison, like, ugh. Like, this woman just wasted my eyeballs by having me see that negative comment. Because how could she possibly see this as a waste of her time? And then I thought, okay, Judgmental Allison, maybe she didn't learn anything. And then I thought, but if she didn't learn anything, that's completely on her. Also, P.S., by the way, it's a webinar. She was voluntarily sitting there. <laughs> she, it's not like she was, like, chained her her computer. So especially in this situation, like she didn't have to be there. It was totally free. And, you know, her response was, this was a complete waste of my time. And I thought, do you know what's
0: funny, too? It's what? Ob- it's obviously it was pre-recorded.
1: Yeah, like it's inter- it It's
0: interesting to think about what she thought she was going to do, like what, what that comment was going to do to people.
1: Well, I don't think some people realize that it was a pre-recorded webinar because there are webinars that go live any anyway. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. But I like your point. Like, what? why did she want to say that? Did she want other people to say, yeah, this was a waste of my time? Or was she just so outraged that it was a waste of her time? And so she just had to express it.
0: You know, we can't make any assumptions. We can't make any
1: assumptions about this sweet woman.
0: We're just going to learn from it.
1: We're just going to learn from it. And that's what we want to talk about today. So last episode, episode 29, we talked about meditation, and we talked about this idea of finding meaning in the moment, and this is something that has been super helpful for me when I'm waiting in line, when I'm in a situation where something is taking longer than I expected and I can't control it, because like I said, one of my triggers, something I have a really hard time with is if I feel like things are wasting my time, right? And then I go, okay, what is the meaning I can find in this moment? But another way to never waste your time is to approach every situation as a learning situation. So how how can you never waste your time? Well, one of the many ways is how can I make this a learning situation? And you have a cool experience about hurting yourself. <laughs> it's so cool when you hurt yourself
0: yeah i love hurting myself i played basketball last week and injured my heel anyway i'm now limpy mcgregor i can't walk very fast he really is
1: so limpy it's so (laughs) sad and he was playing with like how old like 12 year old boys like a youth group Yeah, the the church so they really did him yeah
0: so limpy mcgregor i think there were 12
1: year old girls too huh
0: I mean, it was the youth. It was the youth. okay. Why does that matter? I hurt myself playing basketball. <laughs>
1: I just—it's I, <laughs> like, also
0: because I've been running a lot.
1: It's true, but I just like people imagining you in like a pickup game, like ooh. Okay. But no, it was.
0: <laughs> Point is, I'm I'm limping around like I'm 94. <laughs> so normally, I'm when I'm living life, I'm getting stuff done. I don't really waste time.
1: That's one thing that works really well in our marriage is we don't waste time. <laughs> so.
0: But the, but it's almost to a fault because I'm because now I'm learning a cool thing. Like this morning, I got Fiona up
1: and I. Fiona's are almost two year old.
0: You know, and she's immediately demanding things. She's hungry. She's so cute. So usually, what I do is I grab her and I you know get her to the kitchen and, as I, and I as, feed possible, it as quickly as possible because she's
1: mad about something. But I couldn't walk very fast,
0: and it took forever to get to the kitchen. And I realize I'm like I love this moment. I've yeah. been missing the moments of just going slow, taking it in holding my baby girl. She's not going to be a baby much longer. And then I realized, you know, as I was out in the yard and, I, and I'm and i doing yard work because I love the yard and I just was going so slow and, and felt the grass in my feet. I could, you know, I, I was smelling the roses, I guess, as you would say. Mm-hmm. And everything was just a little more beautiful.
1: Just a titch sweeter, so I if could, you will.
0: A little titch sweeter. So <laughs> I could be mad that my my you know that my leg is bummed but uh that, you're actually, lame. But, that I'm lame but I'm actually been enjoying life a little more
1: I love that and so i think there it's applying the two principles where this morning you were finding meaning in the moment with right. Fiona mm-hmm. holding her she's not going to be this little very much longer although at the rate she's growing she's going to be this small just <laughs> <laughs> a little
2: she's small she's a tiny
1: one <laughs> a tiny angry what is it in the um you're an angry elf. You're in, an angry little elf. I, I was thinking that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other day when she was yelling at me. Name that movie. Uh, so it was finding meaning in the moment, but you also turned it into a learning situation where that's, you know, our our big takeaway. How to, how to never waste your time is how can you turn any situation into a learning situation. And I think that this is a cool idea is that what you put in is directly proportional to what you get out. And that is from Newton's third law of motion is that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction, right? So you think of like a bouncy ball against the ground, the harder you throw that bouncy ball, the harder it's gonna pop back up and if you're me, hit you in the face mostly. Yeah. (laughs) So what you put in is directly, proportional to what you get out. Now, this is something that I really talk about with these Build an Awesome Brand workshops that I've been doing is I get my students in there and one of the first things I say to them is, you guys have no idea how really real it's about to get, right? <laughs> that's true. And, and I do, and I go...
0: The room gets quiet.
1: They, they get, it does, not get quiet, and everyone's like, wait, what? Is she going to take her clothes off? Are we in a cult? Like, they're not sure what's happening, <laughs> and I'm like, all of the above. Just kidding. No. I'm like, it's about to get really, really real, and then I prep them with expectations of why it's important that we dig deep, why it's important we get uncomfortable, that when you're uncomfortable, that's when you're growing, and I... I do not, do not intend to waste people's time. I do not waste people's time, not with my dance parties, not with my courses, not with my workshops. That is my number one thing to a fault sometimes that I'll go too fast and I've had to learn to give people room to breathe, give them bathroom breaks. (laughs) let them eat, things of that nature. Um, but what I also prep them for is I can force feed them as much as I want. But what they bring, how they open up, what they're willing to entertain as far as ideas that kind of make their brain feel like it's breaking, their willingness to do that is going to greatly impact what they take away, right? And so this idea of everything being a learning situation and things that can seem like a waste of time or a things that seem like they don't come to fruition. I have been doing all of these interviews for these two courses I'm working on. And the the courses are how to build your brand by working with influencers and how to build your empire by working with brands. And so I've been interviewing both influencers and owners of brands talking about their experiences working with people and, and relationships and different things like that. And through these interviews, I've had to reflect a lot on my business journey, Ding! <laughs> the journey of building my brand or my empire, working with people. And it's the craziest thing to look back over the past 10 years and say, how do I know this person? How did this relationship come about? How did I get the sponsor for this party? How did this campaign happen? And then trace the roots back to, oh, I went to this conference. I met this person. Or even in, in some cases, I went to this conference. Maybe the conference didn't seem like I took any real thing away from it, but I got a recommendation for a podcast there. And then that podcast ended up recommending a book and concepts in that book ended up greatly impacting my life, right? And so, Just as I've been reflecting back and trying to see how these pieces fit together in order to help more effectively teach them in my courses, I've been really able to appreciate how almost nothing is a waste of time when you bring your A game to it, when you bring your best self to it, and when you approach it like a learning situation. So, again, it's the idea that Newton's third law of motion, right, that what you put in will be directly proportional to what you get out. But Eric and I were talking about that and saying it's usually Not directly proportional, it usually feels like you end up getting more. Yeah, the universe
0: does always give you more when you give a little bit.
1: Yeah, when you give. But I wanted to say this with a caveat. Because I think sometimes that we think we're putting in a ton. We think we're giving a ton, but what we're actually doing is giving a little with a ton of effort. So what do I mean by that? What do I mean by we're actually putting in a little, but with a ton of effort is that effort can be self-imposed suffering, complaining, comparing, whining.
0: Thought without action.
1: Thought, yeah, thought without action that we are like, okay, I'm working on this party. I'm putting in in so much energy. I'm putting in so much time and it's really you're putting in so much energy to talking about it, complaining about it, writhing in pain about it. Right. Then you are actually doing it. right? Right. And so what you put in energy wise into anything is what you take out proportionally. So if you put a lot of energy into the story of the struggle and the suffering proportionally, you're going to take that out of it. And I think a lot of times we find a lot of value and meaning in the struggle and in the suffering. And that's why we focus on that.
0: We find identity
1: Yes, we find identity in it. That I am a person who works really hard. Look at me struggling. Look at me suffering. Yeah. And that makes the product better. This is definitely something that I've done in the past. It's one of the hugest things I'm actively working to correct. And I just want to like side note on that. What does actively working to correct look like? It looks like me being really uncomfortable a lot of the time, like sitting down and saying, why am I doing this? What value do I think I'm getting out of it? And like kind of like breaking my mind open with like an ice pick at all times to make sure the ideas and thoughts and habits that I have in place are actually truly serving me. So we have three questions to ask yourself to up your learning ante. I just
0: want to say one more thing. Oh, please give that. it to me. So instead of bringing um, struggle and self-sacrificing mm-hmm. in, a, in a negative way, yeah, I guess what I'm getting is yeah. if you approach life with love and giving and building towards something good, that's, that's giving. Yeah. If you want to get back that, you have to bring that you bring what you the best you know how to get to get that back.
1: Well, also, let's do this. Let's deconstruct me in real time. Notice the story I just put around what does actively working on it look like? Yeah. Think of all the words I just used to describe it. An ice pick, uncomfortable. Those are all choices. Yeah. Those are all choices. And to be perfectly honest, those are choices I was making a month ago. But when I actually think of the work I'm doing right now, I've been focusing on taking the suffering out of it. So that's an old story. I'm not even acting on that story anymore. I've been a lot less uncomfortable. What I've been doing is I've been pouring all of this energy and thought and love towards supporting myself in these new decisions. That's Actually, truly what I've been doing in the last couple weeks. And it's been a lot easier. Yeah. I've been a lot easier to be like, around.
0: Like much quicker too.
1: Like I've just, I wake up happier. And instead of I want to leave this in here because that is such a good example. I'm like, here's what it looks like, guys. I'm in there with an ice pack and I'm, look at me creating that story. And again, I'm creating that story of it's (laughs) uncomfortable and there's an ice pick because it makes it more heroic, right? It brings more meaning in some way to me that I had to struggle. Now, let's be perfectly honest. Growing and changing is uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, because you are breaking away parts of yourself. You are that have breaking been there away f- So that time.
1: that imagery isn't totally incorrect. Sure. But my attitude and the way I tell the story about it, I totally have the power to change that. And I have changed that and it has changed the ease. In which I do things. Right. And so, again, you can put forth a ton of energy. You can put forth a ton of effort, but you can also do it with ease. And you might
0: be, people could be hurting and in such a bad place that they can't give a lot of love or they, mm-hmm. it's hard. But, man, you got to give, you got to give a little bit. You got to gotta well, choose to, to in, give as much as you can, I guess.
1: We have a podcast episode, Are You in a Yes Phase or a No Phase? Right. And when you're hurting and when you're suffering and when you hear us talking about concepts like this, about giving and your whole body is just screaming no 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 I can't give I'm so depleted I've got nothing left to give what's actually happening is you're in what I like to call a no phase you need to protect yourself you need to stop depleting your energy right you need to stop depleting your energy you need to figure out what you need to do to build that energy back up and honestly that it's it's going to be self-care
0: well, that's true. So that 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 applies, like if you're going to give something to other people, if you're mm-hmm. in there, but you can give love to yourself. Yes, right and now. that's the self-care. Yep. you could be in your bed, laying in bed, and you could choose to see your room as a better place than you saw it before. you yeah. could choose to be thankful. That your body works or doesn't work, you choose yeah. to be thankful and see things immediately right then. So yes, it, it is. It's, it works on all levels.
1: It's just like everything we're saying is so true that it works everywhere. <laughs> and now that we have established what geniuses we are, no, we are just uh little vessels spouting out whatever truth yeah. we pick up along Do the way. Do we even know what
0: we're talking about? I don't know.
1: I'm not discounting myself. I know exactly what I'm talking about. So do I. Okay, we're again back to us being geniuses. Um questions to ask yourself to up your learning ante. Remember, the title of this podcast episode, even though we've meandered, but I like the meanderings, is how to not waste your time. And a way to not waste your time is to view every situation that you're in as a learning situation. So here are some questions you can ask yourself to be a better learner, okay? And the first question is, When you are learning or listening to a topic or somebody is sharing something with you, one of your initial reactions can be, I know. Oh yeah, I know. Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I know, right? But when we already know everything and we're just me tooing or we're jumping in and giving our perspective, are we really learning? Are we really listening? And so the question to ask yourself is, do I know this in thought or do I know this in practice? So, if you're somewhere and you feel like somebody's wasting your time because they're telling you something you've already heard, or they're telling something you've already read, or you're listening to our podcast and you're like, oh, Allison and Eric, you already talked about that. You're wasting my time. Ask yourself, yeah, but do you know it in thought? or do you know it in practice? And what I mean by practice is, do you have a story or a scenario or a situation in your life that you can bring to mind where you put those ideas into action so that you have a testimony if you will, that they are true and real. So the way that you know you really know something is if you can teach it to someone else. And I believe the way that I really know something is if I can teach it to someone else and use an example of how I've used it in my life. Or even better, as I'm trying to do with my branding workshops, at first the only experiences I had were my own experiences. But now that I've been working with one-on-one corporate branding clients and been working with dozens and dozens of business owners through my workshops, now I have their experiences based on the principles that I've taught them, right? And to me that even adds one more sense of legitimacy is that I know the principle, I've put it into action in my own life. I know the principle, I put it into action in my own life. I taught it to someone else. They put it into action, and it worked for them too, right? So that first question is, do I know this in thought or do I know this in practice? The second thing you can do to turn something into a learning situation is you can decide when you're listening to an idea or a thought or even somebody just sharing their opinion with you, you know, you want to listen without judgment, but ask, do I accept, reject, or neglect this thought? I don't necessarily think it's ever helpful to neglect anything, that means we're not thinking on it, Mm -hmm. right? So do I accept it or do I reject it? And when we're teaching or we're talking about things on this podcast, this is a great thing to think. Say I accept or I reject that, right? Now, before you just go rejecting things, (laughs) we've got question number three, the ultimate question, and it is this, will this idea or thought improve my life? Now, in no way am I saying that when you are talking, you might be talking to someone who is saying terrible things. You may, you might be in a situation where people are sharing awful, vile, horrible opinions, right? And I'm not saying, yes, it's up to you to take that terrible opinion or that disgusting thought and think of a way to make it improve your life. No, <laughs> the, the question is, will this thought, will this idea, will it improve? my life and if the answer is no, reject it. right? And that doesn't mean you saying, "I reject your thought, I reject your idea. it just means you set it aside. Now here's, I think, an interesting way to put this into action. When you are scrolling around on the Instagram, And you're scrolling, 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 and you scroll past a picture that causes you to have some sort of emotional reaction where you either compare yourself, think less of yourself, or find yourself in any negative state, ask, ask yourself, will this thought improve my life? Will the negative thought you're having about yourself improve your life? And if the answer is no, reject it, reject it outright, because... It really 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 sucks if you're in a, a an abusive situation in a volatile situation where you are being subjected to people telling you really detrimental things and I we I'm so sorry if you're in that situation. Most likely, though, you are going to find yourselves in situations where the detrimental negative awful thoughts that are coming into you are coming from yourself, right? Right. And so that's why that question can be so powerful there even, I think.
0: I like that. I really like that. I just had the thought now that by asking that question continually, you're almost—not um, you're almost, you are being more present mm-hmm. because you're, you're protecting yourself in a way. You're protecting yourself and being conscious of what you are allowing into your mind, I guess. Yeah. So that's, that's a really powerful tool on multiple levels.
1: So I've, I've heard that quote from Bob Proctor. Um, but I've seen a lot of people quote that idea, that concept, will this idea or thought improve my life um, just without any attribution? But I can reference Bob Proctor for that. I, uh, if you guys have any other references, uh, th- that's the thing. That's the thing about these truths though, is that you find them. And and I always, always, you guys know, I believe sharing is caring. So whenever I have a source or a reference, I always share it, right? Um, but I do think it's really interesting that these truths, and these ideas, they overlap so much and you find them in so many different places, just housed in lots of different language. Right. And that's why in episode, I think it's 28, where it's a pump up where I talk about why it's so important that you do what you feel called to do is that we all have a different voice. We all have a different language and we want to share these truths in, in, in as many different voices as possible so that they can reach as many people as possible and improve as many lives right. as they can, right? right? Okay, so I'm going to recap those questions for you. Again, how to never waste your time, look for meaning in the moment, and turn everything you can, you can turn any situation into a learning situation. Here are some questions to ask to help you turn any situation into a learning situation. These are questions to up your learning ante, and the first question is, do I know this in thought, or do I know this in practice? The second question is, do I accept, reject, or do I choose to neglect this thought or idea? And the third question is, will this idea or thought improve my life? And if you approach life this way, trials, obstacles, uh, waiting in line at the grocery store, being stuck in traffic, you will never waste your time. You will never waste your time. And you also will not feel as if you're allowing other people to waste your time and you can live a rich, meaningful life. Eric. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> okay. I just want to talk for one second about my year of awesome calendar that you get through the thealisonshow.com is my website. You're welcome. There's also show notes on there. So the other podcast episodes we reference, the books we reference, they're always on there. Sometimes a little late, but they're usually there. And also you can sign up for my email updates, my year of awesome calendar, and this is how it works. Every single month, there's an awesome attribute of the month. The awesome attribute for the month of September is connectedness. And I think... By looking for meaning in the moment and trying to learn from everyone we interact with, that helps us feel more connected. I also have four challenges that are on the four weeks of the calendar to help you cultivate that attribute of connectedness. So I just really want to encourage you guys to go and download it because it's free. And next year, I'm going to be selling the calendar as a whole, which is awesome because you can get it all at once and print it all at once. But also, this is the last time it's going to be for free. So I think you should take advantage of it if you want to take advantage of it. And then we also have some reviews. We have been getting the best reviews ever and we always say that sharing is caring you guys sharing about the podcast on Instagram stories on Instagram with reviews sharing it with friends if you're listening in iTunes there's those three dots in the lower right hand corner and you can click on those and you can send the direct link of this episode to a friend who you think might be interested and because sharing is caring we read some reviews and we send you an I'm doing awesome Tumblr a new Shack CD and also now my new done is fun notebook what shebang it's like a pad notepad notepad yeah notepad. it's not a notebook okay so eric gets to pick the reviews what do you got babe
0: uh this one's from jd stein this is one podcast my wife and i listen to together We love Allison and Eric's enthusiasm and authenticity. Although nobody cares about your kids, we love hearing about yours. We were recently listening to episode 29 in our office slash studio. My wife was sewing near the phone, so I couldn't hear so well. And we were 11 minutes into the episode before I realized Allison and Eric were saying meditation and not medication. I frankly was quite impressed (laughs) with their openness about their medication journey. (laughs) I was sold and ready to start medicating too. (laughs)
1: love that so much. Okay, we are going to send you, you've got to email us though, at awesomewithalison at show.com. We're going to send you some goodies. We want to thank you guys so much for being here with us, so much for listening. I genuinely, sincerely hope that your day is phenomenal and that if you're going through any hardship, any pain or any suffering right now that some of these ideas maybe can help you approach that situation, ease that situation a little bit, but I also just want to send you my love from the bottom of my heart, and I know Eric has that love too, right, babe?
0: Yes, very much so. He,
1: he does, even though I will speak for him sometimes. Again, thank you guys so much for being here, and I want to remind you that only you can be you, and you are already as awesome. As you need to be. Babe, what song are you going to take us out on?
0: The song is called Sunburn, featuring Mindy Gladhill, and this is from a past project of mine called Air. I like.
2: Stopped mine with a kiss That second in my heart, I'm frozen. Forever didn't feel that far. Forever doesn't feel.